technology and acquisition to citizen services and mission execution. A culture shift is underway with federal government leaders increasingly seeking out solutions that disrupt the way business has traditionally been done. Here we connect with those government and industry leaders driving this change and driving the real results in support of their agency mission. This is Keeping IT Brief. We are revisiting the 2022 acceptance speech at the FedHealth IT 100 Awards of the Lifetime Achievement Award winner, Claude Hines, the COO of MicroHealth, being introduced by the CEO, Frank Tucker. It is with great pleasure that I get to introduce my longtime friend, former boss, and business partner of this well-deserving Lifetime Achievement Award. He is the definition of government serving having retired from 27 years of military service and continuing to serve the government as a contractor. Many of our lives have been transformed by him. He has helped us achieve or influence the decision makers for the success we have today in our current positions. I'm here as CEO because he invested years in growing the leader I am today. Therefore, it is my distinct pleasure to introduce this year's Lifetime Achievement Award recipient, MicroHealth's very own Claude Hines. Good afternoon. First, let me say thank you, Frank, for that heartfelt introduction. As your friend, business partner, and right-hand man, I continue to carry you on my back. In all seriousness, I would like to congratulate you and the other awardees on your accomplishments that led to all of you receiving a FedHealth IT award. I would also like to thank FedHealth IT for the significant award. I'm truly humbled to have been selected and honored to be among this amazing group of rock stars. I'm sure all of us have our own stories as it relates to our own journey in the health IT profession. For me, it's been a roller coaster ride full of thrills and uneasy moments. In 2002, I had the pleasure of being the Army PM for MC4 under the direction of then Lieutenant General James Peake, Brigadier General Richard Assone, Mr. Kevin Carroll, and Colonel Barkley Butler. I led a team that filled the deployable EHR called Alter T to OIF for the documentation of service members' health care and develops the solutions to share that data from the battlefield to the military hospitals and homes. The field included both hardware and software, along with satellite ground stations to enhance communications. I can't paint a clear enough picture of how challenging this effort was. There were IT staff supporting the deployed hospitals, and then were tasked with helping us implement the new equipment and software tools in the hospital. While at the same time, the clinicians who were treating our wounded, ill, and injured from the battlefield we're training on how to use this new set of software tools, including Alter-T. Imagine in the middle of training at a combat support hospital, a mass casualty event happens on the battlefield, and all the clinicians had to urgently leave the training to go take care of the incoming patients, not to mention the technology insertion from both a hardware and software perspective. Can you imagine how disruptive we must have been, even though it was the right thing to do? In 2004, Major General Elder Granger, who at the time was in command of Task Force 44th Med Command in Iraq, really embraced the importance of documenting our service members' health care on the battlefield. He mandated Alter-T's use, which accelerated clinical adoption across the battlefield and beyond. From there, in late 2005, I went on to be the PM of Team J, 
where I was responsible for developing the TMIP suite of software, including Alter T, and then eventually becoming the DHIMS PM responsible for both Alter for the hospital setting in the U.S. and TMIPJ, the deployable EHR. The priorities of these two uh, communities were different from the priorities of the stateside communities, making that much more difficult to manage the customer expectations, especially from folks like retired Captain Joe Grace. In 2009, under the direction of the MHS CIO, Chuck Campbell, and the Jameis PEO, Ms. Rocky, I was given the task to spearhead the program requirements and secure the funding source for the next generation military EHR. Retired Captain John Wyndham took the baton and turned that paper program to a tangible solution known today as MHS Genesis. Additionally, during that same time frame, I led a team who developed and deployed the EHR to the White House, as well as the DOD EHR systems that supported the James A. Lovell Federal Healthcare Center in North Chicago. Today, I'm proud to be the Chief Operating Officer at MicroHealth, where we provide key health IT solutions across many government agencies. The challenges that I see in the future look like the challenges I faced in the past. How do you promote user adoption? How do you prepare the organization for change? When is the right time to insert new technology? How to develop a training plan that incorporates learning paths for all users? And what is the right amount of funding to get the best return on investment? Again, I want to thank the Fed Health IT for this distinguished award and express my congratulations to the other awardees. I am deeply honored by this recognition, and I'm not only accepting this award for me, but I'm accepting it also on behalf of all those who have served alongside me along this journey. I want you to know I'm extremely proud of each and every one of you, and I thank you from the bottom of my heart. May God bless you all. Thank you for listening. For more episodes, visit www.fedhealthit.com and click the Listen to Fed Health IT for this and the rest of our shows. Or check us out on your favorite podcasting platform.